the Brighton Festival Fringe, an eventful Brighton podcast. So I'm absolutely delighted to be in Eastbourne, lovely sunny Eastbourne. I'm uh, with uh, Andrew and Dino Casamia. We're talking about the uh, the play The Nonsense, which you're performing, aren't you, Andrew? I am. So it's a father and son effort, this, isn't it? Where Dino, you're, are you producing, is that right? Uh, I'm directing, I'm certainly not producing. I don't have the uh, organisational capacity at the moment. <laughs> I, uh, but no, I'm directing... And uh, my dad Andrew is uh, is acting in in this one man show, so um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, it's a tiring performance, but he's been getting into shape. He's been putting months of uh, of hours in at the gym, so I think he'll be okay. Well, Dina's already given us a clue as to what it's about. Andrew, tell us what it's all about. Um, it's about an ex boxer uh, and small time villain who is doing his daily exercise his workout while he tells us his life story if you like and um, it's full of humor and incident and ultimately quite poignant quite sad so it's basically, you're basically doing the entire monologue while, while working out apparently so yes so i've had to get fit the play was written about or oh, must be pushing 30 years ago my wife, the producer, nods. <laughs> My wife, the producer, Fran Casimir. She's sitting very quietly in the corner, it is a, smiling. It is a family affair. Mm. Um, it was written um, in the early 80s and for an actor friend. And I've, I spent, I guess, on two continents at least, about 10 years, 12, 15 years directing it at odd times. I directed it in London, and I directed it when it was performed at the Royal Exchange in Manchester. I directed it when it was performed in Los Angeles. And um, I watched my friend perform it, and he performed it from the age of... He he started when he was in his mid-twenties. And the last time I I directed him in it, he was 40 or so. Mm. And um, when the idea came up to do it, I thought, I wonder if it would hold if um, if it was tweaked a bit and rewritten for a 50-something. Mm. Uh, so that's what I've done. And um, when the opportunity came to, to do something with Dino before he goes off and becomes a famous film director... Um, I thought, that's well, not my words, by the way. That is, that, that is my dad's words, not my own. I don't want to put words of uh, <laughs> into my... Add an ego, which I'm definitely trying not to portray. Um... Uh, but so is that why you gave him that fiver earlier? Uh, yeah, yeah, more than that. <laughs> yeah. So has this been a labour of love for then, Dino? A labour of love? Um, well, I, not not entirely. I mean, there's I don't know, no one's getting paid. It's costing money. If anything, no, it's uh, no. I, th- I think it's um, I think it will benefit everyone involved as well as as well as being something that we want to do because you know we we wanted to collaborate on something for a while. But I think it will um, it will give us all opportunities and and for me it'll be a good experience i haven't directed a uh i've directed bits i've directed plays before and i've done a musical but i've not i've not directed anything at a uh a festival before so uh i live in brighton so i I definitely want to be part of the of the brighton fringe so directing a show there will be great and i'm also planning on going to taking a musical to the edinburgh festival this year so i'd i'd want to continue with you know if I start well with this festival to continue from there 
Um, but yeah, also, you know, you never know. Hopefully we'll, we'll uh, do well and people will enjoy it and more opportunities will arise from there. So it's not, it's not just a labour of love, though it is also a labour of love. And Andrew, just going back to you, I mean, a lot of people will recognise you from London's Burning. Tell us a little, just in case people don't recognise the name, you're the bloke from London's Burning, aren't you? Yes, I'm the bloke, the station officer, you know. <laughs> yes, Zorba, yes, indeed. But funnily enough, just today at the gym, um, I was just finishing my workout and somebody caught my eye, uh, a, a middle-aged um, woman that I, I've seen at the gym often but never spoken to and just as I was leaving she said do you mind if I say something I thought here we go it's gonna be, I know what's coming it's gonna be you know you're in London's burning weren't you mm. and she said I remember you from TV I said oh that's very kind of she said from widows I said my god how old are you <laughs> because that was was that, was that before London's burning before London's burning yeah indeed and I was amazed that um, somebody would actually remember that far back, but apparently people do. Um, so, but I guess London's Burning was the the big thing that you know it was on for years. You know, I I did um, I did a hundred episodes filmed over. Sorry, nodding doesn't work very well on audio podcast. I am nodding, uh, listeners. Did a hundred episodes. And you've been producing some films as well, haven't you, Andrew? Tell us about your your writing and producing of films. Yeah, we we um, we've we've made some films, made a short, we made a feature film that did rather well, a feature film called Trust Me. But before that, we've made a we made a short film, the one that Dino was in when he was a uh, much younger, and that starred Ian Holm and Penelope Wilton, and it was a film called Gooseberries Don't Dance. I was probably about six or seven years old I said one line which obviously I didn't understand uh, and the delivery was was poor <laughs> to say the least so it's not something I take pride in but the, the film itself is, is excellent uh, that's all I'll say on that <laughs> that's quite self-critical I'm sure your acting career will, you know, has got pretty more legs than that no me and acting career definitely don't go together believe me that's, that's the one part of my career that I, I don't want to be involved in as far as I, I being a professional actor does not uh, appeal to me in any way. Let's put it that way. Funnily enough, it's it's being distributed uh, on. It's released on May the second um, by Guerrilla Films, and it's part of a package with a, a feature film directed by Richard Eyre, and it was made in 1984 called Singleton's Luck, and that's with Penelope uh, Wilton and uh, Ian Holm as well. Sorry, it's called Singleton's Pluck. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Um, so that's quite a nice. <laughs> what did you say the first time? Yeah. Singleton's pluck. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, should we get the title completely right? Absolutely. And uh, as I say, that's that's being released next month. In fact, a, a couple of days before we do the, the nonsense at the, the comedia, that, that that comes out as as a package. So it's, it's how can people get hold of those films? Are they on, on DVD or? It's uh, Amazon and HMV. Right. Yeah. Brilliant. So. Uh, that, that connects everything up again. It's quite weird that it's um, all happening in the same month. Now, I know that before we started this, this interview, uh, Andrew, you, you mentioned that you'd just you know, done your first read-through of the script. When is your first actual dress rehearsal where you're sort of you know, working out and talking at the same time? Well, we, we did do a read-through this morning um, with, with all the uh, important members. Um, and the reason we did that was I spent the last three or four weeks... Uh, adapting and reorganizing the dialogue to obviously because I've adapted it to an older character and uh, familiarizing myself with the dialogue and, and we, we we would do that Fran and I when we were walking the dog along the seafront I would 
try and remember as much of it as I possibly could so that the learning process has, has already begun. Uh, we had a read-through this morning with uh, Dino and uh, with Richard and Fran, and over the next month I'll be breaking it down into sections and working on it with the moves and the exercises and the, the, the visuals, uh, and so Richard can do the music and Dino can see what, what we're about, and we'll just piece it together. And the closer we come to the opening date, the, the, the larger the, the segments will be until we, we have a full run-through, maybe, I don't know, uh, uh, 10 days before. That'll be, that'll be the, the programme, I, I would imagine. Well, we wish you the best of luck with that. Well, thank you. So where and when is this play taking place, Andrew? Uh, it's on at the, the Comedia in Brighton, uh, the studio bar. And because it's, uh, we've spaced it out, we're doing six shows starting on Sunday the 8th of May. That's an afternoon one. And then further shows on Wednesday the 11th, Sunday the 15th, Friday the 20th, Tuesday the 24th, and ending on the last night of the festival, Sunday the 29th of May, we're doing a late one, a 10.30, a goodbye. So if you want specific times and things to suck on the yeah, Fringe website, they'll all be down there. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, p- people would be completely confused by it, the different times it's on. But it's on, there's afternoon shows, there's early evening ones, and there's a late night one over the, over the month. I'm interested in your workout regime, Andrew. Is, is this, I mean, have you always kept fit, or is this, have you had to sort of suddenly accelerate for this play? Uh, I've had to accelerate, that, that's for sure, and um, I don't know how... I don't know if I'm quite fit enough yet. I don't think I, I, don't think I am at the moment. Um, I am fit-ish for my age, um, but this is quite hard. I mean, you think of it, j- imagine just jogging on the spot and talking for 10 minutes, mm. you'd be puffed. But doing a few hundred sit-ups, push-ups, a few weights, a bit of skipping uh, for f- 50 minutes while talking loudly. And having a lot of people watching you and as well. Paying <laughs> customers watching it. And, and, and remembering the words in all the correct order um, with the moves. Um, and not being phased if people just wander off to the bar or whatever they do. It sounds like it requires sort of military fitness. You know when you'd like be marching for 12 hours and then you have to sort of get down on your stomach and shoot a target or something? <laughs> well, uh since do they do a puzzle. Well, since they won't know the difference, they won't know when I when I I I, I buggered the moves, will they? So, so I, it's not known. If I if I if I absolutely must have a rest, uh, and I am sweating buckets, um, I can just sort of keel over in the corner, and they'll just think it's part of the show. Have you got like a double that can come on very quickly? No, but we do have we do have uh, by my side mm. uh, the man who's doing the sound and the music because there is another facet to the show which is. We're trying to incorporate something that, that gives it a, a, a different kind of atmosphere. And rather than have this, this old-fashioned thing of somebody pressing a button and some awful recorded sound effects happen, we've got somebody virtually doing them live. So Richard Macklin here is going to be on stage or near the stage. So if I pass out, he can quickly fetch me a that glass of water. That isn't his main role. But, uh, that is or maybe, a... yeah, maybe distract the, the audience by doing some sort of cacophony of sounds or something, to sort <laughs> yeah. of distract them briefly. Indeed. Well, yeah. yeah, that's it. So, uh, And in the meantime, I've got to take some, a few lessons from some at the boxing club to mm. make sure that I remotely look like a... I mean, I have directed this, this play over the years, so I, I, mm. should, I should have some idea about how he, 
he's supposed to look. But uh, it's very difficult. You can't watch yourself. So I'll be totally reliant on my, on, on Dino mm. to to keep me on the straight and narrow when it comes to the. It'll be nice as well not to have to decide anything. I just do it, mm. and he will tell me what I need to change and if that works or it doesn't work. And I I would just trust that. It is impossible to judge yourself. Yeah. So. What's it like working in a family unit? Because, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I work with my wife and we bicker all the time. Do you bicker? Well, uh, I, I prefer the term debate. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, you know, we're, this is just to be in a family is to, is to constantly argue. But I think, I think when, the, so far with this project, I think once we've actually knuckled down and seen what the task is we need to get on with, I think we've been... Um, We've been pretty efficient with kind of um, moving forward on it and kind of getting getting things done. So I I think it's going to be fine to be honest. And I think if we do, but I think the benefit is because you're so used to arguing things over. If there is a need to you know argue some kind of point of direction, there, there's nothing personal about it. It is just something you know. If we argue it, you know, we'll come to a decision. If you have an argument with your family, you know, the next minute you're going to, if you're living with them for how many, so years, the next minute you're going to have to forgive them immediately anyway. So if anything, hopefully it will kind of help the process rather than hinder it. As you may or may not be aware, the Fringe is five years old this year. Have you got a birthday message for the Fringe, starting with Dino? But, um, well, the first birthday message will be happy birthday. Uh, congratulations. And I'm sure... It's it's a young festival, but it's it's growing, and it's uh, I think it's got a really promising future, and I hope we can be part of that. So uh, yeah, good luck, good luck to the fringe, and uh, it's going to be a big one this year, I think. Brilliant, Andrew. Have you got a birthday message? I'm really really happy to um, be taking part, and obviously it's going to grow into a monster, especially now. A good monster. Oh, excellent monster. Yeah. <laughs> Well, brilliant. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing this play, and I have to say thank you so much, Dino and Andrew Kamazia. <laughs> oh, dear. I've got to get my pronunciation correct. Ka- say it think, again. Think Casamia. Casamia. Yeah. Dino and Andrew Casamia. Thank That's you very it. much indeed. Pleasure. Thank you. I was scared. Thanks for listening to the Brighton Festival Fringe podcast. Please visit the website for the show at eventfulbrighton.org. Subscribe on iTunes to search for Brighton Festival Fringe podcast. Visit the Fringe website at www.brightonfestivalfringe.org.uk. The music is by We Are Swift at www.myspace.com slash weareswift. And the podcast is produced by Wireworld Media at www.wireworldmedia.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Oh.